Podcasting from a sex writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smutlancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smutlancer Podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer Podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smutlancing career to a new level, join the Smutlancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. Welcome back to the Smutlancer podcast with me, your host this week, Molly Moore, and I am back on my own. And I am here to talk to you about About Me pages. So this is on your blog, website, whatever you want to call it, a page where you introduce people to what you are traditionally called About Me pages. So, you know, About Molly or... Mine is actually called Much Ado About Molly, but whatever. So, when I started doing the top 100 list, I included About Me pages as a whole section on their own because I believe that they're really important. And so, um, on the top 100 um, scoring sheet, About Me pages are a section all on their own and you can score up to 10 points Um, for a great about me page and obviously zero point if you don't have an about me page there are some people I know who've been like well why do I need one I don't really care like I'm not really bothered if your blog is just something that's purely your creative outlet you're not looking for it to become perhaps something you do as a job or even a part-time job you're kind of not looking for it to kind of professionalize it it's purely just your like I don't want to say hobby because I think a lot of people go but it's just your creative outlet your place of expression you're not looking for anything more than just a place to put stuff then that's up to you if you want to write an about me page or not but if you're you just you just want to do it better you want to perhaps you're thinking about could you make a, could you make some money from it you'd like to work with more companies or you'd just like to write the best blog you can perfectly um okay thing to want to do you know i just i'm I, i'm not looking to make money i have a full time job but i love my blog and i want it to be the best i can make it so that i can be proud of it then you need an about me page and you need a good one why though why most people come to your blog through a probably two ways a google search or a search engine search or a direct link that they found somewhere else twitter on a meme somewhere and that brings them directly to that link to a post probably not to your home page probably directly to that post new reader they turn up And they read your post about blowjobs, for example. And they're like, 
oh, I really like that. That was really good. I It turned me on or I learned something or I didn't know that or whatever. Who wrote this? Who is this person? I'm intrigued now by what they've written. They look around and they click on the about page and they get, and I have seen this, where they click and it says, this is a sample of a WordPress page. At that point, they're gone. They're like, oh, well, you can't, haven't even filled that in. There's no point in staying here. There's nothing more for me to find out. So they're gone. Or they click and they get one that says, oh, I am Felicity and I love writing my blog and I write about sexy, kinky things. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, that doesn't really tell me anything. I don't really know anything about them. They're gone. They've left. You haven't offered them anything else, any other opportunities. And readers want to know you. They really do. If they like your work, they will want to know more about you. They want to know who is writing. Also, if potentially you are looking to work with businesses um, in whatever capacity, this is a place for you to introduce yourself there. Now, I would also say that you want to have a work with me page. And I'm not going to cover that here today because Kayla is actually going to cover that subject in one of her episodes. So hopefully um, after this episode or before, I don't know the order, she would have done an episode about work with me pages. And so these kind of two topics will go together. You should have both things. But on that about me page, that would be a place where you could reference if you're here as a company or business interested in working with me and what services I offer, link to your um, work with me page. But even so, the Your About Me page is still useful to those people because they get an idea of who you are, maybe where you are in the world, um, the things that you like, those kinds of things, maybe what you write about mostly, will help businesses to look and go, okay, yeah, this is the type of person I'm looking for to work with. The other reason to have an About Me page is it keeps people on your site. So you get somebody to come here, you've done all the SEO work, we're constantly talking about SEO. You've done all your best gold star SEO work and it's bringing people in. People are finding you through search engines and people are finding you through the other places where you've done the work, where you've left links to your posts with other bloggers and stuff like that. People are starting to come. You're building traffic. You're getting readers, new readers. If you do good SEO work and you're bringing people in, they come, they click on that link that they found, they read that post and they leave instantly. Well, yay, you got them in and they read the post. That's actually yay. Like Google, I'm going to keep saying Google, but let's say search engines can see that and they go, okay, that post must have been useful to that person who actually knows this because they didn't leave within four or five seconds. They were there for a minute and a half. So that must mean that what they found there kept them there. And so actually that post with that search engine, they they with that search term, Google goes, huh, well, for that search term, those those two things work, little tick. So then you come, you move up a tiny little bit. Every time that happens, Google gives you a little Google point. The longer they stay on your site, the better. So that's... A, a, something that you want to achieve. You got them there, now you want to keep them. And so one of the potential ways of doing that is that when people look around to go, well, who is this? What else shall I read? They click on your About You page. And at that point, you need to be there going, ta-da! 
telling them the stuff that they want to know and offering them other opportunities to read and things to read to keep them on your site. So an about me page, a good about me page is just another way of getting people to stay on your site. And it helps with reducing what's known as your bounce rate because high bounce rate is bad. Low bounce rate is good. It's really hard to achieve. So we're all kind of trying to go for somewhere in the middle, but a good about me page can help with that. Um, the other thing as well is that Google likes internal linking. So where you're saying, so this is the things I write about and here is where I am referencing. So you're creating a pattern, a body of work, not just a single post, but a body of work where you're saying, so I write about this thing, I write about this. Oh, and here's, look, I mentioned, I I mentioned anal sex. Here's the post I wrote about anal sex. And in this post, da, 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 and I've mentioned kissing. Here's the post I wrote about kissing. And so you're cross-referencing your work back and forth to other posts. And About Me page is a great place to do that where you can create internal linking, where you can say, this is about me. If you're interested in reading these specific posts about me, then you can find them here. And all those things help with the Google juice. Um, And I think I also said it shows some professionalism as well, that you'll want to make your blog look the best that it can. It's really easy to forget that the readers of your blog are probably, the majority of them are probably unknown to you. So it's very easy to go, oh, I know my readers. My readers are the other bloggers. Readers are my friends. The people who comment are very identifiable as your readers. And so often you're like, well, those are the people who are reading my site. And yes, they are. They may be your core readers even. But think about how much traffic you're getting and then think about those comments. So maybe you're getting... 10 or 15 comments but actually if you think about it your post was read by I don't know let's just guess what that might be 150 people well who are the other whatever I just said who are the other 130 people they are people who have come to your site from other through some of those things but they're not necessarily what I call part of that kind of sex blogging community They're the people who have Googled and found you for whatever reason. Or they're people who, I mean, how many subscribers do you have? I bet you have way more subscribers than you do people who comment. All these people are unknown to you. You don't really know who they are. New visitors. So it's very easy to forget that and keep thinking, well, I can just keep writing these stories and I can just keep writing, um, you know, about my life. Because all these people have been following it for six months, nine months, two years. I mean, in my case, you'd have to have been reading for 10. Um, The truth is that that's actually not true. Probably the vast majority of your readers continue to be new visitors or first-time readers. And they know nothing about you. So they come to your post and read about your recent experience swinging your first time or your whatever and they're like oh but what is actually going like you're referencing like somebody you've written about a partner or what is actually happening here I want to know more about this story and so for those people you need to be sat providing them a space where they can become 
somewhat familiar with who you are because most of these people have no knowledge of who you are and you have to kind of introduce yourself to them and that's your about you page and as i've already said you can use it to guide people to your content so that's kind of the why i think but let's talk about the what so what should be on your about me page well that is kind of up to you obviously but some things to keep in mind stick to your writing style and your voice like however you would normally write do that like don't be like oh i should you know suddenly start writing this in the third person you know molly does blah 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 molly does molly does like it's quite jarring like if you were if somebody asked you to write a bio then that might be different and you can ask as well when people ask to write a bio do you want it in the third person um but an about me page is not that it's meant to be much more of a kind of like hey this is me and these are the things i do so write it in the way you just would not in this kind of you know as i said try to avoid the whole third person thing um it makes for quite tricky reading particularly if maybe your about me page is like 600 words long or a thousand words long whatever you've got to say um yeah it just makes it for tough reading so stick to your writing style and the voice that you've already um that you write in Use that to draw a picture of who you are. Imagine that you are literally inviting somebody in to your world and saying, hey, welcome, this is me. This is who I am, this is what I do. So think about what you would say to those people in the, obviously in reference to what you write about. So you might want to think about talking about subjects like maybe your gender identity, the relationships that you are in, why you blog, the key subjects that you blog about. If, for example, you are a predominantly a sex toy reviewer, then you may your About Me page would want to say that. I predominantly write about sex toy reviews and because, or I got into this because, you know, tell that story, that little story of your blog, the little evolution of it, and, you know, a summary of what you do. Um... If you write about your personal relationships and you write about partners in your life, then I would strongly suggest on your About Me page, you have a little guide to who those are. So if you just have one partner, uh, maybe you're in a monogamous relationship and you use, you give your partner because lots of us, are not using our real names and so maybe you're giving your partner a um a name in inverted commas that you reference them to on the blog so maybe you know if your blog is um molly's daily kiss (laughs) then maybe you call your partner mr molly or ms molly or you know whatever that is your whatever the euphemism is that you or the name that you've given them their character name if you, especially if you have multiple partners or relationships, that's even more the case. List those people there with a little explanation of who they are. So, you know, I call so-and-so, you know, this name and they are my 
primary partner, who I live with, blah, 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 blah. And then you might have another one saying, this is my, um, this is my play partner who I go to kink events with. This is my, whatever. Um, list those people so that when people come to your site and go, oh, who is this that they're writing about? They can click on the About Me page and suddenly they've kind of got like a cast of characters. That's what I always call it. Like if you write about the different relationships, even if you only have one other person that you write about, that's your cast of characters. Put that in. I predominantly write about my husband, wife, living lover, whatever. Um, and this is the name I give them. And this is the situation with them. Think about key posts that if somebody came to you and said, I'm new here, I am new in your world. Which five posts, for example, should I start with? Which are like that the key things that you would suggest that I started with? Think about the answer to that question and include that in your About Me page. And this is a perfect way of one, keeping people on your site because you're feeding them content. You're saying, hey, here's all this stuff about me. And if you want to know more about me, then read these posts here. Here are the five posts that I think you should start with. Also, you're doing the internal linking that Google loves too. So two things there. You might want to, if you have written a lot of content and you write about a lot of different things or you have key things, you might want to say, here are my top five current, because of course this is something we'll come on to updating your About Me page. Here are my top five fiction stories that I've written that I love the best. Here are my top five posts that are about like my relationships and my life. Here are my top five reviews of the last you know, year or the lot or however long you've been blogging, whatever you want to do. So kind of perhaps think about some criterias, you know, here are my top five pictures that I've done. You can absolutely be like, you know, one of the things I love doing is joining in with, I'm just going to use Simple Sunday as an example. So one of the regular features on my blog is joining in with Simple Sunday. And if you want to see all my Simple Sunday pictures, go here. And then you can link to your Simple Sunday category page. Again, internal linking, providing people somewhere to go where you're saying this this was where you're what the kind of content that you'll find there so think about categorizing some of your content how you can feed it there as a way of one an introduction to you and two offering more to the reader for what they may be there coming to look for so I know that a lot of people come to my site for what I write but a lot of people come to my site because of my images and so providing a space saying, hey, if you want to see more images, then go here. It's specifically, if you want to see more of my outdoor photography, then look here. If you want to see more of images of, you know, whatever. So I've, you know, can categorize some of my images into different, you know, if you, if you love black and white nude photography, click here and that's what you'll see. So think about how you can do that. It will also help you to think about how you can categorize and tag your uh, work to help feed in to those potential links that you're creating. So it's kind of good exercise, something that you can revisit from time to time. You also may want to mention here something about uh, if you write for somewhere else. 
if you are working for some other company and you write a column somewhere else or you've written pieces for other places, you could mention that here. However, what you could also do if that is something that you do and something you do quite a bit of maybe where this would be the place where you would cross-reference to a work with me page. So if you're interested in, um, so you could have a thing, I write for these other places, boom, boom, boom. If you are interested in me writing for you, then go to my work with me page where you will provide the information that may be important for those people who are looking for that. Of course, you can always put there things like, you know, are you a published author? This would perhaps be the, this is the opportunity where you'd say, you know, this is my blog and this is what I do on my blog. But if you love all that, you can buy my books. Here are my books. Here's a list of my books and here's links to all the places you can buy them. So that would be lower down the page, I would suggest. You'd have some reference to you at the beginning and then you'd have that lower down the page because you're sending people away from your site, but maybe for a good reason because hopefully they're going to buy your book. So you want it there, but you don't want to lose them completely. So those things are really important. Like what else do you offer perhaps somewhere else? Perhaps if you blog somewhere else and you want to reference that other blog or you run a meme or something like that, then you can put those in too. Like, you know, you can also find me here or this is what else I do. I have written a whole blog post about this subject, which is in the show notes, people. So you can go and look at uh, kind of what I've said here. And in that post, I have left um, a series, I think there's currently like six, but I might change that and actually add a few more of blogs that have an excellent about me page for whatever reason. And so that will give you some ideas. You can go there, you can click on those links, you can read other people's about me pages and see how they've done it. Because people have done them in really interesting, different, unique ways, or they've just done it really well. Like it reads really well, it's easy to find stuff. Um, you know, it's written in a way where it's engaging. You're not like going, oh, okay, this is a bit dull. Think of it, as I said, telling a story rather than, you know, oh, I wrote a piece for this and I wrote this and da, da, da. And this is just like a kind of sales pitch. Like, I feel like you want to be more friendly than a sales pitch, but it's kind of in there maybe too. But you want to be much more like, as I said, you want to be much more like, hi, come in, let me tell you about myself, rather than I just do this, I just do this, I just do that. So go and have a look at that post and perhaps have a look through some of those links and then you will get some, that will help you to have some ideas to write your about page or to improve your about page because I suspect most of you have them. Um, going through the top 100 list, I think there was, I want to say 185 blogs this year uh, that had to be whittled down to 100. And I don't think, actually that's not true. There were blogs that I found with just no about me page, but there were a significant amount of blogs that I found which literally had one or two lines. Like it told me nothing um, about them, even though I know about them because I've been their reader. But if I was a new reader, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, for example, that, you know, actually they are married to another sex blogger. Like that's not even mentioned in their about me page or you know, all kinds of things like that. Those opportunities are completely being missed. So 
one of the things I'd say is if you have an about me page, perhaps have a look at this and uh, see if maybe it needs more or it needs reworking. Um, and my final thing about about me pages, I think, but I often say that, we shall see, is go back and um, look at it regularly. And I am going to hold my hands up now and say, do as I say, not as I do. Because I've been really bad at this. Um, and my About Me page really needs updating really, really, really badly. It did anyway. And now it does even more because things in my life have changed. And I actually haven't written about that on my About Me page <sighs> for reasons. Um, but I must do it. I actually must kind of put down half a day and be like, no, I'm going to work on this and change it. But once you've got it to how you're pleased with it and how you're happy with it, I would suggest that it's something that you want to put in your blog planning for at least once a year, maybe twice a year. You set aside, you've looked through and you go, oh, look, that's coming up. Review my About Me page. There will be times where it's literally going to take you 10 minutes. You will go, you will look at it and you go, no, it's absolutely fine. It's still exactly as it was. I don't need to change any of it. And then there'll be other times where you'll go, huh, that's changed. I should just put a note in about that, that I don't do that project anymore. Or, oh, that relationship has changed. I should keep that in there because that person's still referenced on my blog, but they're no longer my, whatever their relationship was to you. And so you could put in a note saying, as of this date, this our relationship status has changed and we now are friends or we now no longer see each other or whatever it is and maybe you have somebody new that that's your opportunity to pop them in there so there will be times as I said when you need to do it and times when you don't but go and look at it regularly as I at least once a year that should be your absolute bare minimum at least once a year but I would suggest more often than that probably twice um I think I've pretty much covered most of it and I'm sure there are going to be people going, I still don't really like, oh, do I really need to? Or is it good enough? You need to be happy with it. You need to be able to go, I've done the best job that I can. And it is worth doing. It does make a difference. It probably seems like it doesn't, but it does. It does over a period of time. And it can certainly make a difference to when companies perhaps want to come and work with you. Because if you've made your blog look more professional, then, or that, or in their eyes, that you are offering that kind of information, then maybe they're more likely to come and work with you. So yes, definitely something you should do. And I think that's it. If you have questions about About Me pages, then absolutely um, come back to me and let me know. If you've written About Me page and you would like someone to look at it and say, "Do is there something I'm missing? Oh, I am a really busy person, so I can't believe I'm going to offer this. You know what? I know what I'm going to say. If you subscribe, if you join the Smutlancer patron, then that is absolutely something I would do for people who have joined the patron, um, join our patron. I would, if you then got in touch with me and said, hey, can you look at my About Me page, give me some feedback and let me know, then I would happily do that um, for you. So you could join for a month. Hopefully you would then have other benefits to it and um, would stay with us. But even if that's all you want to do, um, you could do that for $5 and get that service and have a month's worth of all the Smart Lancer uh, patron that we offer. 
So hopefully, maybe some of you will do that. I think that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Go forth and write great about me pages. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) 